beautiful downtown river west this is river west radio on wxrp sorry wxrwlp milwaukee broadcasting on 104.1 fm to the river west neighborhood this is jasmine henley brown and this is the 20 something series our very first episode here on 104.1 river west radio i'm super super excited you guys and uh to share my excitement with me I have a really special guest in. I always have a guest in with us, but today was a special occasion. I've been really on this like girl power, this girl kick thing. And I was like, I want a girl that is like out here killing it. That's out here just putting on and representing for the girl. So who else better to have than the girl that's holding it down for the Technical <laughs> File podcast, Miss Camille Davis. Hi, Camille. Hey, thank you so much for having me. No problem. I'm super excited. So we're going to be getting into some some tea. Oh, I cannot today. wait. Yes. Okay, so I want to let y'all know. So uh, all of our summer shows are done. Like Power is done. Insecure just finished, which can only mean that winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously, I mean, I know we have fall first, but you know how Wisconsin, the way Wisconsin is set up is we are going to go from 50 degrees to like negative uh, four degrees in, in the a matter. Of an eye. Exactly. Every time, every time. <laughs> um, and speaking of insecure, they just had their season finale, which is we're going to just kind of dissect. I want to have us talk all about season two, not okay, just the just, finale. I like that. Okay. Because I have <laughs> many thoughts on season two of Insecure. And full disclaimer, before we get into this, I want to say I love Issa Rae. Yes. Okay. I think Issa we can both agree on that. Yes, yeah, she is Black Girl Magic personified. She mm -hmm. just signed a, a deal with CoverGirl. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so proud of her. I remember meeting her in 2012 when she was doing Aqua oh, Black Girl. Yes. Yeah, and I remember funny story um this is when we, were, when we were interning for vibe and we were at howard for dream day mm -hmm. and we were like in the back um for dream day and nicole kane was Ooh. there um some other people and Issa was there right and i didn't really know what awkward black girl was right. at that time and so one of the other interns uh stacy who was like this huge photographer uh videographer now but she was like pumped she was like oh that's Issa <laughs> ray awkward like i want to talk to her i want to talk to her and i was like okay, okay like right, i'm not about to argue with you about it because i didn't know and right. <laughs> now today it's that <laughs> you know that girl that was backstage that my friend was like hyped over and so i think about 
about that all the time. But even back then, she was so nice and just like super, super cool. And so to see her transformation now uh, is beautiful. She means so much to me because I feel like she's opening doors. So for, many. Yeah, for, for girls like us. So love you, Issa Ray. <laughs> but <disclaimer>. Issa, <clears throat> Issa D. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you, girl. First, before we do that, though. What were your thoughts on this season? Hon- honest thoughts. Honest thoughts on season this two. This is a safe place. <laughs> Thank you for setting the tone <laughs> for me to express my thoughts. Um, season two started off with such a bang that I thought the entire season would be on this high mm. in that way. And I was kind of let down in that regard. But the more I think about the entire season itself, it seems like it was okay to be every day if that makes sense like the episodes felt like your everyday hyper realism like it was just kind of like watching something that could happen to you in any given day i enjoyed the season Mm -hmm. i felt like there were high points and low points the season opener the dinner were the two high points to me the finale was kind of a letdown oh okay kind of a letdown let's okay (laughs) because i feel okay go keep going keep going but I did overall enjoy the season. I'm not as excited about Insecure as I was after season one because it left on that cliffhanger. You were waiting. But I understand why season two ended the way it did. Right. Okay. So we we kind of share the same. Okay. I personally thought the season finale was one of the stronger episodes really? of the season. Because, and I've been very vocal about this mm-hmm. on my Facebook the acting this season and the writing, I was left questioning after a couple of episodes. Really? Matter of fact, a couple of scenes. And I'm just like, they really thought that that was okay. Like that one scene, my least favorite scene of the whole entire season two was Molly at her parents' house when she found out that her father oh, cheated man. on her mother. I was like, yes. somebody, there must have been another scene here that they decided to scrap Cut at out. the last yeah. minute and throw that one in because that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. like. It made no sense to me. She totally, like, overact. She was overacting. And overreacting. Yes, and it was <laughs> just like, and, and again... The people in real life, uh, Yvonne Orji, love her. Love her. But Molly Carter, in that moment, I was just like, what are you doing? And like, why is it such a big deal? And first of all, I didn't even know that Molly had parents that were like in a healthy relationship because she operates. Yeah, the way she operates is like someone who has severe like familial like daddy issues she does and one thing i did like about season two was the addition of all the brothers yeah like Issa's brother has been hilarious and he's to me. so funny <laughs> i loved seeing molly's brothers even though they were only in the one episode mm-hmm. like she alluded to them yeah throughout the season she and it did. was nice to finally see them she did but it was kind of cool to get like an inside look into their family lives a little bit more yeah i'm Issa's brother like i'm Issa's <laughs> brother like my my sister layla is Issa, and i'm Issa's brother like just always like have an attitude right. every time she like wants to do something it's always 10 rules with me so i totally he's the most relatable character <laughs> on that show for me um so Let's, let's just get into it. Okay. okay. So we're going to go rewind before we talk about the season finale. When you, we first get into season two, right? What are we coming? What are we coming back from? Back from the fact that Issa cheated on her long term boyfriend, Lawrence, mm-hmm. and that Lawrence found out and that Issa also burned the bridge with the man she cheated on him with. Yes. And then lost him. 
and that pretty much sums up the Issa Lawrence storyline. Yeah, and 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 we open with her like going on these blind dates, like mm-hmm. d- doing this uh, whole dating site thing, and her she's kind of imagining that Lawrence is apologizing right. to her. Like that's like scene one, I think. It right? is, and <laughs> it's funny if you fast forward though too season two also ends with another like daydream that she's having about them so Mm -hmm. to me the whole like the underlying which is not really a surprise but she definitely wants Lawrence back of course and so I feel like this season we saw her just really trying to cope with the fact that she wants him back and trying to like fill the void that he left but she did it in the wrong worst ways and this um, promiscuous phase, that's, that's what I'm going <laughs> to call it. Uh, the promiscuous like your language phase. choice there. <laughs> the phase that she was in, though, which, which goes back to my issue with the characters, Issa, D and mm-hmm. Molly Carter, is they operate the way that I used to operate when I was, like, in my early 20s. And they're supposed to be, like, late 20s. 28, early, I yeah, think they said. They exactly. Were. So the exact age that I am today, here, yeah. which is why I have a hard time finding their character is realistic. Here's my counter to that. So okay. a different way to think about it is that some people go through their phases at different times. Sure. Something I realized when I was being all fake deep in undergrad, <laughs> <laughs> I was walking down the street and it was around this time of the year. Like mm-hmm. classes were just starting and I saw certain trees were changing colors. Other trees were still green with all their leaves. And it made me think that people are kind of like the trees mm. in the sense where Everybody goes through their seasons at different times. You might be weathering the same storms, but things affect you differently. Sure. So I look at Molly and Issa as two characters who, for whatever reason it was, are getting to this stage of their life later. And I have some friends like that, too, who it took them a while to finally kind of break out of their shell and explore a little bit more, even though others might have done that during undergrad for maybe religious reasons. Maybe they were in a long-term relationship and they never got that chance. But it's just interesting to see that those characters are that way at this age it is and i didn't look at it like that i'm i'm just so judgmental (laughs) (laughs) i'm so judgmental and just quick to say no they should have grown out of this by now especially molly i molly is the worst molly is so bad with relationships but i do like her friendship even though at times the two of them both make me cringe because as you said they both have some issues but Molly mm. Molly is normally there for Issa. You know, she is, which brings me to my next point, right? <laughs> so Molly, to me, is the worst, okay? okay? I, I want to make that statement clear. However, Issa is the second worst because Issa Ooh. is so selfish. Like, you bring up their yes. friendship. Molly's a great friend to Issa. We don't see Issa being that great of a friend. Issa's very sneaky. I said that from the beginning. Okay. like, And it's easy for us to overlook it because the way that she writes this show is beautiful because... Or people who are watching relate to the character. They feel like Issa is their friend. Right. Which, if we get into it, made me angry seeing all the reactions to Tasha and to Lawrence's co-worker whose name I can't remember. Aperna. Aperna. Yeah. And I was like, are you feeling that way because you have a loyalty to Issa? Yep. Or is it the actual character? But first episode of this season, when Issa threw the party quote-unquote and she was framing it as yeah let's just have a wind down Mm -hmm. and we can you know relax and enjoy ourselves and you can vent your problems and i can vent mine and we can meet new people but she was doing it all for lawrence yep like she's always has some kind of ulterior motive and she's sneaky 
she is sneaky you know i didn't even think <laughs> i didn't think of her in that way sneaky i just to thought me. selfish but yes and then being selfish and being sneaky mm-hmm. go hand, hand in hand, hand. and I, where was i reading this article today i want to say it's karma jones.com but mm-hmm. they were saying like tasha is actually not our enemy she's not you know what i mean i fought so many battles on facebook about tasha yeah <laughs> tasha is really if sh- if it wasn't for what happened with lawrence uh, but i will say she did come on a little too strong with she lawrence did. knowing that he had a girlfriend but if you push that to the side, mm-hmm. she's actually the kind of person you want to have in your life. She's mm-hmm. a great person. She seems like Honest. she genuinely care exactly, genuinely cares about you. Uh, she, a little naive, but who isn't? Right. Supportive. Um, so yeah, I I like Tasha. I'm not gonna say I'm team Tasha because I'm, I'm not team anyone. I was gonna say that <laughs> I'm not team anybody. If I had to pick a team, it would be Team Kelly, just for the ignorance. See, but even Kelly annoys me <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but I can see, but the, my my gripe with Kelly's character is I feel like they always do that to the plus sized girl. Make her just the joke. Make her the funny one. Yeah, yeah or like the over sexualized one. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. That's like, fair. That's I want to really see fair. next season them giving a little more depth to Kelly. Maybe her having a little bit more of a a storyline mm-hmm. as opposed to just being my funny friend full-figured friend and how you mentioned that you hate molly the most of all the characters i'm that way with tiffany okay i do not like her see tiffany reminds me of a really good friend <laughs> that i <laughs> and i know my friend she is probably listening right now and yes i'm talking about you <laughs> Tiffany reminds me of like one of my really good friends. So I actually oh like see gosh. it for Tiffany. Like every time Tiffany, she seems condescending so much <laughs> of the time. She's always in someone else's business, mm-hmm. but won't give up anything that she's doing. She makes it seem like she's patty perfect, sure, but yeah. she's not. And I also have a theory. I'm, I'm jumping around, but that's, I mean, that's what we do here. Isn't, <laughs> I mean, your twenties is a full jump around. It truly is. True metaphor for being in your twenties. I like that. I like that one. Um, this finale okay yeah i like the way that this episode was filmed let me say that first and foremost it was filmed beautifully to me and i loved when it was with the guys mm-hmm. and Derek makes a comment oh yeah tiffany's watching do north, north with isa and then everybody kind of freezes and he's like oop sorry and then we finally see isa's apartment you have kelly isa molly and there's no tiffany mm-hmm. and i'm like hmm Derek did mention that she had some guy at work that he had to Fred. quote unquote yeah make them step off but like where is tiffany like i would not be surprised if season three we find out tiffany was cheating or something like something's not right in that marriage and the baby is fred not Derek. <laughs> that, that i told a friend a of mine that and he was like if that happens i'm not watching that's too soap opera she i was gonna say that very days of our lives yeah um but <sighs> So I didn't even catch the fact that Tiffany wasn't there. Yeah. So this is this is the thing when you watch Insecure, me personally, because a lot of episodes this season, I'm not going to lie, they were losing me. Mm-hmm. Even in 30 minutes, I found myself kind of doing other other things. Mm-hmm. So the season finale was no different, right? I'm just oh, like okay. trying to get work done, doing all this other stuff. So I didn't even catch that Tiffany wasn't yeah. there until I rewatched it. And then I'm like, oh, Tiffany definitely wasn't there. Is something going on with that? And I'm sure we'll find out right. next season. But that's that's the thing. So sh- we know it's setting up for Tiffany to kind of have a, 
um, a more important role mm-hmm. next season. I want the same for Kelly. Me too. I want to see less of Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll get that one. Right, I know. And Molly's a huge fan of the show. So, hey, well, no. I'm just <laughs> But she should listen to she this because who, girl, Molly, like I said, she just reminds me of like a 22, 23 year old Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Just And I think that's part of the reason so many people don't like the characters. Yeah. Because it's like a reminder of what you used to be or used You're to do. Right. Like when you see your Facebook memories and it's kind of like, this is the cringe, worst thing cringe, cringe. ever. Why did I? Why were you guys my friends when I was saying yeah these foolish things on the internet my one of my best friends samira she just like sent a screenshot of like a status she made she was quoting a kaya lyric she was like what were we thinking and i'm just like no we we felt that way yes like truly could not tell us that wasn't the way to think but it is and not that you're right about that that's probably why it's like i despise molly so much because she reminds me of everything that i have grown to hate about how i used to be and you overcame it so you know Mm. like when you're singing like this is the wrong like don't do this like this is going to end up this way don't do it let me tell you what we're doing here <laughs> this is the therapy session what i what i meant to tell y'all in the beginning is camille moonlights as a therapist <laughs> she's helping me to uncover these issues that i have against molly so molly might not be the worst she's just the worst part of me my friends have called me dr Phila before so <laughs> <laughs> Do- dr dr technical file right <laughs> is in here another when we talk about we mentioned like their friendship can kind of be just they they overdo it sometimes yes. cringeworthy another cringeworthy thing uh, <laughs> of this season and it seemed to get worse over time which Uh-oh. the first season i didn't mind it mm-hmm. but this season isa's raps in the mirror <laughs> they seem to be a lot more <clears throat> i don't know frequent is the word but they were a lot more jarring this season to me the, the one she did like before she went to go see mace diet mace her neighbor yeah the one the guy that looks like mace when she had that african pattern yeah. shirt on i almost uh, they almost lost me you almost, I almost it turned it off and was like i'm never watching this again because what was that but i get it yeah and i get it what you think about the conversations that you have in your mind they usually are really cringeworthy and if someone heard what you think yeah they'd probably be like you need some help but I, I, I just, I just can't. I, I don't want. I don't want to see as many of those next season. Um, so a the couple raps, of them. See, and a couple of those were like triggers for me, where it was like I've been there. Like the one she had when she found out that Lawrence blocked her. Right. See, that one was funny. I wasn't. I was sitting at home like, ooh, <laughs> like, ooh. That was. I, that one was tolerable. You want to press my buttons? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, forget the metaphor, but the button metaphor was all throughout and it ended perfectly. Yeah. G- there's a good thing we don't remember the lyrics. For those <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> and then so and then speaking of Lawrence, though, so everybody hates Lawrence. And I'm going to just tell you, all I took a I took a quiz today, like which insecure character <laughs> are, you are you? And I was Lawrence. So every time you say you hate Lawrence, what you're really saying is you hate <laughs> you hate me because I am I am he and he is I. See, my thing with Lawrence is not so much that I hate the character. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Hive really drove me to my limits because it seemed as if the people who were Team Lawrence, Lawrence Hive, would never admit to the fact when he does wrong. Right, and right. that is the most irritating thing about Lawrence. But it's nothing to actually do with the character right and, and okay and lawrence has his flaws 
yep, like every character on this. Yep, but in the ranking of the worst characters on the show, he is not even in the top five to me. It's Molly, it's Issa, it's Daniel. Really? It's Kelly. Oh, well, is it going to be Kelly? Okay, let's say he's not in the top three. Okay. Molly, Issa, and Daniel. So why Daniel more so than Lawrence? That I'm curious about. Only because Daniel just reminds me, and again, it's a a, a deep-rooted issue. Mm -hmm. Daniel reminds me of someone that I know. Got you. Okay. Okay. And it's like someone that hurt my feelings at a point. So every time I see Daniel, I'm like... Triggers. You look just like him. (laughs) Y'all act the same. Y'all both think y'all cute. Y'all think y'all cool. I hate you. So it has absolutely (laughs) nothing to do with Daniel's character because he probably isn't that bad of a person, but I can't see. I just see red when I see him. Mm -hmm. So that's why I hate Daniel. I respect that. I respect. (laughs) I mean, you you can't really argue with. (laughs) Yeah. He's he's beautiful, though. He is. He is. Okay. Pause. Who looks better? Lawrence or Daniel? Okay. Now I'm going to preface that. My answer with this. I didn't realize that Daniel was that short. It's a lot of camera angles. Mm. Like he's small. So you don't like short. I'm 5'10". Okay. And I tend sure. to go for the... T- Lawrence is taller. Okay. And I like the, the lanky... You mm-hmm. know, he has the, the look. But lo- actual looks wise, Daniel. Mm-hmm. But overall package, Lawrence. Okay. So if you had to go on a date with either, you would go with Lawrence. Not to say anything is wrong with short guys. Before I got married, I dated a lot of short guys. I mean, being 5'10", I can imagine. Yeah, I don't, dis- I never discriminated. Right. You know what? I'm just going to say Daniel. I'm just okay. going to go out and say Daniel. What about you? See, I have the opposite problem, right? I'm almost 5'2". My best friend's 5'2". Yeah. So it's always fun going out. <laughs> I used to know I have I have a lot of tall friends and they say like when I ha- had this phase I went through a phase where I was like I only want to date tall guys and one of my friends who's 5'8 she's like you you can't do that that's what my best friend did yeah she's like you cannot do that you have to let she always leave the tall, had guys. tall men and I'm like stop it like <laughs> she's like it's not my fault and I'm like it, it's somehow in here yeah it's your fault <laughs> I'll take it I'll take it <laughs> I would pick Lawrence mm-hmm. now I think they are both equally attractive I do too okay um, I just body type, right? Not not even height, right. height, but I love like a slender, Slim. skinny guy. I don't like all those muscles like being buff. You like and a stuff lean. Like I do. I really do. Yeah. But I, I like short and skinny. Yeah. Like I do. I mean, Lawrence is a little, he probably would be a little tall for me. I think he's about 6'2". See, that's a little tall for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I mean, not saying You like if. Tasha and him. Exactly. That's exactly... That's ex- yep. You know, Lawrence, call me. <laughs> like, Jay Ellis, just call me. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We're going to tweet at you. <laughs> no, so I, yeah, but they, they both, I mean, good choices. Uh, mm-hmm. Issa, she gets some really cute guys. She had, uh, other than Mace. May, oh, why did they, okay. I don't know why that even was a thing. Can we talk about that, please? Can we spend a few minutes on that? Because like 12. he was not cute at all. <laughs> Nothing about him was cute. So when they did what they did, I was just like mad at Issa once again. Mm-hmm. That's a running theme this season. I was very mad with her. Mm-hmm. But that, when she did that, I was like, why? I and see, then when he dissed her. That made me laugh. I'm not even going to lie to you. I laughed so, because I was like, Issa, girl, first of all, you don't just randomly pop up Mm. that is an invitation to get your feelings hurt true true and why him like come on 
you had the um guy she met on the dating app Nico? That, she, that she pushed it with too far yeah yeah nico i wonder i was like nico could have been everything but you just had to jump the gun there it's you know this season should be nicknamed the self-sabotaging season because <laughs> that's what it. they I, all yes, did i agree yep molly continuously did that oh molly and we're gonna oh molly girl we we're coming from Mm. we are coming mm-hmm. for you sis um but yeah mace like he he was just not cute and then like i was really angry when he like dissed her basically because i'm just like Issa, what what were you thinking in the first place right you totally set yourself up for that um but yeah she was she had a scene with uh luke james yeah i love luke james oh he is. <laughs> like the new edition movie the oh whole time gosh. i was like matter of fact lawrence don't Gil. call luke, <laughs> luke james <laughs> you you call <laughs> Yeah, he he is so fine. But yeah. yeah, she had and um when she was going on her date, she had a mm. uh, Dustin. Was, I love that she had all the social media. <laughs> she did. That's what and you know that's the thing. It has its flaws as a show, but mm. it does a great job at staying current and just Very. relating to everything that's going on with us today cuz mm-hmm. most most of the faces, I'll say 90, 85% of the faces that kind of make cameos are familiar faces to yep. us in some way. Um the clothing that they wear sometimes it misses the mark for me. Sometimes Issa's outfits drive me absolutely crazy. Yeah. But Issa, you know, and, and I, I'm so bad with like remembering who says things to me, but mm-hmm. it was like not this past episode, but I think the episode before uh, and I was saying how much I was I was talking about my gripes with the show and the writing mm-hmm. and stuff. And someone was saying like Issa's character is, is true to who she really is. She's like really awkward and like so awkward. which in the way she dresses it's totally of, plays that into very, that. I never thought of it. That, it that totally plays true. into somebody who just is insecure you know or not it really fits. knowing about themselves and yeah. she wears some stuff sometimes and i'm like what was what was your thought pattern here yeah like that outfit she wore to the club when she had it was like an army like oh, the, dress like the romper thing that she had on it was a dress and it was the like green, the, army green yeah. yeah and somebody another girl in the club had that on i remember that which was like never in a million years would that happen because <laughs> that dress was not cute it, it was it reminded me of like a straight jacket because she had the two was that the same episode? No, that was a different episode when her and Molly went out and she was doing her slow walk. That's the one. That's the one you're talking That's about? That's the one. Okay, just yeah. to make sure, yes. That dress was not cute. And then when she had that uh, shirt on that was like cut on one side and just... Like, that one drove me crazy. <laughs> I was like, can you at least tuck... I don't know what's happening. Yeah, like, cut it was, the other half or tuck it in or don't 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 do this it was trying to be too edgy and it just (laughs) it missed the mark it fell off the edge that's what it did it really did and their jeans always bother me (laughs) isa's jeans (laughs) aparna's jeans because i feel like they always are just like those goodwill uh high waist um (laughs) levi's that you buy and like girls used to make them you know a couple years ago when Mm -hmm. the high waist shorts were in girls would buy those jeans and cut Cut them to make the shorts but they wear them as pants and so they just fit funny (sighs) they look super boxy because they're they don't get tight at the calf muscles or um i could go on let's digress and on yeah let's uh let's let's jump into my least favorite character Oh, on the show the absolute worst so what are your let's do this your thoughts on molly in season one versus your thoughts on her now have they changed Ooh, that is a good question season one molly i spent a lot of time going girl no stop mm-hmm. thing you're mm-hmm. forcing it mm-hmm. like stop like she made me cringe when she would say things yeah 
um, the whole interaction she had with, I believe his name was Jared. Yes. I really was bothered with how everything went with him in season one. Yeah. And when season two, one ended, I was like, well, I wonder where Molly's going to go here. Well, pause. Why were you, what about her interaction with Jared bothered you? The yo-yo. So okay. she would be into him, then she would fall back, and sure. then she would pop back up, and then she would fall back. And then at the end, she popped up again, like, saying some very disrespectful things. I cannot remember mm-hmm. exactly what they were, but their very last interaction bothered me. And okay. I was like, close the door on her face. Now. Quicker. Yeah. Now. Do it. <laughs> and season two, I liked the way she started. I was like, there's okay. some growth in this character. There's sure. growth here. There's growth. But then when Dro came in the picture, everything just unraveled really, really quick. Really quick. And I was like, okay, you let the tall Elder Barge brother just completely ruin your life. That's why y'all got to stay away from <laughs> light skin, curly haired, tall. I love keep, you, my life. Keep a little brothers. messed up in the front. Those they will ruin your life. Yes, they come with a contract for you to sign, saying that they are gonna ruin your life. <laughs> I also love the fact that his name is Alejandro, and they yeah. call him Dro. Dro. I've never heard Dro as a nickname for Alejandro, <laughs> and I think everyone should go with that. Yeah, yeah. No, he Molly for me. Tr- so season one, she was. I, I, I have mixed feelings on her in season mm-hmm. one because again like we just uncovered she just reminds me of like the worst parts of my younger mm-hmm. self so just her like promiscuity and just just the thirstiness for a man and wanting that love and yes. relationships i remember like vividly remember being there i think we've all point. been there at yeah. yeah i remember i remember that um and so season two when it started she did look like she was growing but i'm like mm-hmm. if this is Molly, this is not gonna go it's the way we gold. think. Yeah, this is not gonna go the way we think. And she had she met that guy, um, oh, Lionel. Ster- yeah, Uncle Sterling. Sterling is real name. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, she met him, and even with him, it was like it looked like things were gonna go go well for her. But I'm like, no. If Molly is the girl that I think she is, it won't. This is not gonna go well. <laughs> and see, I saw the whole thing with what's his name on the show, Lionel. Yep, Lionel. Mm-hmm. I saw it with Lionel so differently because when she initially turned him down i said good for you like okay. you know nothing's there you know you don't have the chemistry sure. you're not forcing it like you're just kind of saying hey this won't work mm-hmm. i'm gonna move on but then when she called him to come to her parents yeah that's when everything for me changed with molly and i was like molly girl we were we were making such good progress and you just completely went back you invited him to your parents vow renewal because you didn't want to be you felt some kind of way mm-hmm and then you found out about your parents' relationship, and that shattered you. And then you overreacted there, and then you went with Dro, and you slept with a married man. So okay, how does that even work though? But this is this is it, Lionel. This is why you didn't get chose. Because <laughs> how do you let your girl leave the party with this other dude? And it was like Dro looked at him, and Lionel looked back at him, and then Dro was like, "I got it. He's like, I got yeah. it." No, you don't. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, in, in a way, I, I understand because guys like that, y'all don't get chose. Yeah. Because there's nothing about you that says, like, you can protect me. You and can, everybody needs that. Yeah, He wasn't assertive. Me. He was not, not at all. Um, And like Miley said, he did. He just looked good on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, They were both just kind of checking things off. And that happens. I've had that happen Absolutely. a few times where mm-hmm. it's like we should work. But for some reason, when we're together, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. quite go. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's exactly it. That's the story again. Mo- Molly is 
so many of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say she's all of us at some stage at some point. in our life. Um, and again, that's why I have such a strong reaction to her character. Because it's the worst part of any woman that I want to see. Mm-hmm. She's just like super desperate. And even in this situation with Dro. Oh, man. Like, sis, you, first of all, you know that that is a bogus situation to be in because you started catching feelings out the gates. Yep. Out the gates. You mm-hmm. started catching feelings. And then I've been seeing a lot of speculation online that people don't think that Candace, they, they think that Joe is lying. I do too. You, do you? I thought that from the beginning because okay. I kept saying when they were in the club and he sprung that on her, I would have been like, call your wife. Let mm. me hear, let me hear her say you have an open relationship. And even if they have an open relationship, I question if there weren't any rules Maybe like you can't with close for like you can't right. with, like doesn't make sense like why somebody would, that I have to see when we go to dinner exactly and she's there and that dinner mm. <sighs> we'll get I know because I know that was your tea but yes. I know that's it. let <laughs> me ask you the personal question you're married yes could you agree do you never. think you can okay never <laughs> I would I would want to cut someone for even suggesting it oh, no one hundred percent I'm with you Mm-mm. I'm with you I don't I don't understand what that means. So it's not anything I could ever. Yeah, it does not get work into. for me. Um, so yeah, the dinner. What that's because that's you said that was your favorite scene or one of one your one of my scenes. favorite scenes. Why the dynamics? Okay. Um, one of my good friends. We used to when in high school. You know, a lot of kids are doing a lot of crazy stuff in high school. Mm-hmm. I was kind of in the nerd crowd because sure. I was a tomboy, Bible thumping <laughs> nerd. <laughs> so did you love sports when you were i've loved sports since i can remember um i grew up with my mom and four uncles okay which is why i became the way i was and in high school we used to record skits okay so i had a video camera and we would do skits and i would edit them and that's how we spent all of our time Mm -hmm. so when i'm watching tv and movies i look at how things are edited Mm -hmm. and like just the flow of things like man this is so well done that entire dinner scene was well done from the beginning of it until the end not even just the argument but just the entire scene itself having them walk in kelly's comments about the drinks had me cracking up her dynamic with Issa's brother i love it's like pam yeah. and martin <laughs> yep i love their dynamic <laughs> tiffany had a couple one-liners that made me laugh like sure. you can't sit here don't you see i spent all this time putting out these name tags yeah like, i didn't do this for my it's own like life. i didn't design my own font for right for nothing yeah <laughs> the fact they had their own drinks yep like it's it, so typical of like Tiffany's character. Like I wouldn't expect anything less exactly, than that. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. I love that Issa and Molly kind of had beef going into the dinner because they had that conversation before and they were kind of, they weren't like beefing like before they went to Malibu last season, but okay. they weren't on the best of terms. Right, 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 right. And right, you saw right. that when they sat down, even her brother was like, what's going on? Right. She grown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yep. And I love that. I love seeing Candace and Molly finally together. I hated that. Well, I, when I say love, I mean, just from a, right. like a directorial sense sure, of sure. the flow of the scene. Yeah. And ter- like me as a fan watching it, I was like cringing like this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. OK, so that that's where I was coming from was saying I didn't like it. But you're right. It was great because they really conveyed. Yes. That you felt it. Uh huh. You felt it. And I love that. Um, <laughs> it was interesting seeing how she kind of warmed up to Candace as mm-hmm. they were standing there. But then when they sat down and she couldn't sit next to Dro. First of all, why did you think that was going to be OK? OK. Like he won't sit next to his wife at a planned dinner. 
Anyways. <laughs> and after that, everything changed for Molly again. So she spent the rest of that dinner like pouting. Mm-hmm. And being a side chick. Exactly. Yeah. And then Dro did his little word voodoo in the hallway and made her feel better about herself. And at that point, I literally hit the couch like mm-hmm. in anger and said, come on. Mm-mm. When she got up, like after he walked out mm-hmm. and she walked out, I was like, why would you do that? Yes. Because you, now you you are being disrespectful. Yep. Whether his wife knows what's going on or not. Why would why would you do that? If anything, you leave. And then if he comes after you, 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 you grow. Right. Yeah. But you you followed him. And that to me was, again, it just made me feel the way. Yeah. Made me feel like the way I felt about her was the right way <laughs> to I, feel. And then one thing I did love about that scene is when she's done and Issa is standing out there and they have like that moment of silence yeah. of like fixing each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like their friend like it's another testament to their friendship it is it's one of those rare moments when Issa was not being completely self-absorbed or judgmental mm-hmm. yep yeah so i did that was a very touching scene and it was so small it was which is why i loved it like it, it was, was such a big impact yeah but it's like if you you understand that moment so mm-hmm. like just as as friends like you because have you that argue friend. at times exactly, exactly but you know at the end of the day like I w- that's my sister like mm-hmm. i would do anything for her exactly and i don't want her going out there with her wig all right discombobulated because of what she just did in the bathroom um so i did i really liked that moment uh her and candace it, it was it was so cringeworthy man i, I felt mm-hmm. like I wanted Candace to say something to her. Like, I wonder if Candace knows. That's that's what I want. I, I, the way Molly was acting, I was like, even if Joe didn't say anything, if I was Candace, I would have picked up on that. Because I'm like, why are you being strange like this? But see, Joe is a, he's a little charming, goofy. Light skin with curly <laughs> hair. I mean. <laughs> and he plays everything so close. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, he doesn't ever really change his personality. He's really right. hard to read. Right. That's true. He is. He really is. Yeah, I want. I wanted Candace to just be like, "Me Girl, too." T because like what's the vibe right that now? I'm getting, and I'm I'm just a very intuitive person, so mm-hmm. I feel like, and, and sometimes to my detriment because I overanalyze everything with mm-hmm. with everybody. So I would have been that person to been like, "What's happening?" Exactly. Or I, maybe not even that direct, but I probably would have sat next to my friend like, "Girl, she something's weird. She's like, acting funny." And I've done that with my friends where you're out and someone's yeah. acting little, and you're like, "What's what's her issue? Like, right. What's happening?" Right. And then you and your friends speculate, like, maybe it's this, this, and this, and that. But mm-hmm. I also loved at the dinner, um, Lawrence, <laughs> walking in and realizing that it was a sit down. This is not an informal, yeah. an informal <laughs> event. And I was, the co-worker's name. Aperna. Aperna. Mm-hmm. She was a little, doing a little too much for me. She did the most even before the dinner. Exactly. Yeah. Why would you invite yourself Exactly. That's why that's why I can't say that I dislike Lawrence because Lawrence and what Tasha said though he is It's very know, true. Yeah, he's one of those guys he does some some questionable things, but he thinks he's a good guy cuz I think he genuinely just tries to be a good guy, mm-hmm. but he's a man, he's young, so he makes questionable decisions. And that's what bothered me about the scene where she invited herself. Yeah. I didn't understand why he didn't be like I don't think that's the best idea. Yeah. You we shouldn't do this because at that dinner we also learned that Tiffany and all of them are actually Issa's friends. Right. And he met them through, through her. Issa, yeah. I was like, how dare you bring her to you know your ex is going to be there. You know these are her friends. First. Kinda, and yeah, but they were together for five years. They were. So the he, 
Derek was at his house. Yeah. But I feel like there should be some kind of boundaries. Like, she wasn't your girlfriend. She's not right. your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She never was. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe after the 30-day thing, but that was never clear. Right. And I just didn't like that he didn't assert himself. I think that's part of Lawrence's problem of I the whole nice guy that. thing. Yep. <laughs> where you, you go along with things, mm-hmm. even if you don't want to. And in mm-hmm. the end, you do more damage yep. than if you would have just been honest up front. Him allowing her to invite herself was very mm-hmm. Lawrence. Very, very true to his character. It's the same thing he kind of did with Tasha. Yep. And going to her barbecue, her family's barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, just not saying, like, I don't want this. Like, this is not exactly. what I want right now. I'm just trying to have fun. He'll say that afterwards. And it's too late by that point. Exactly. And then when they exactly. walked in, she even said, should we leave? And he said, like, no, like, I, I think we're okay. When like, you totally should have left. You should have left. 100% should have left when you saw it was formal. Mm-hmm. Um, but you didn't. And so, yeah, the dinner, it was a good, you're right. I'm going to I'm gonna go back and circle back and agree with you. The dinner was. It was just a well it done. It was very telling. Mm-hmm. And that leads us into the big argument. And before we even get there, okay. I had a problem with. Mo- Rewind. I mean, it leads right into <laughs> it. I had a problem with Molly. After okay. Issa storms out. That she kind of gave him that look like you should go out there and fix it. That look bothered me. Why? Because I felt like, okay, if it was my best friend Mm -hmm. in that situation, I I would not have, I would have went outside. Okay. Like I would not let the reason that she's upset go outside and upset her further. I feel like in best friend mode, you kind of have to be the the block, which I know a lot of men tend to hate like your your friends blocking. But in that situation, like I told like my closest friends like i would have not let him go also too though molly knows i think it's clear to all of us that Issa still has feelings for lawrence Mm -hmm. so if he was the cause of her storming out in molly's mind maybe it's like okay you are the person that disappointed her hurt her i want you to go and fix it which Mm -hmm. we all know you can't seek uh, you know, healing from the person that hurt you. Right. But I think in Molly's mind, she probably was just like, well, go talk to her. Like, tell her tell her that this isn't your girlfriend or tell her something that's going to make, make her, her feel, feel better. better. I, I just, I couldn't, especially everybody had been drinking. Right. And it's just like, that doesn't seem like the time or the place. Right. You're, you're, you, I can see, that was I just can my see personal, from your point yeah, of view. Yeah. My personal view. Like, that really, like, rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, yeah. girl, don't, no, don't let him go. Don't. But, you know, my, we know Molly... <laughs> But then they get outside. <laughs> yeah. And, and they then, just. So thoughts on this argument. Who, if anybody, was wrong? They were both wrong. Okay. They were both wrong. Issa went really below the belt when she brought up Woot Woot. She did. I, I got mad. I wanted to because slap her when she when did that. when you work so hard on something for yes. so many years. And to have someone insult your work. Yes that's low yeah and she didn't even under, she didn't know that it just got canned at work which yeah. was probably like a double mm-hmm. blow that was really low i did not like him calling her out of her name i didn't and mind it because she spent the whole season two calling herself that that is very true so i can't and i, I i've seen so many think pieces about there's too many think pieces <laughs> stop thinking guys stop thinking and piecing okay <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I saw so many mad at Lawrence for saying what he said. And I'm like, first of all, we've watched now, uh, that was episode seven. So six episodes mm-hmm. of Issa being proud about this phase that she was going through and like celebrating it. And when he calls 
when he says it to her and again it's the context that he said it in right. he was saying it negatively but i'm not going to be mad at him for calling her something that she has been calling herself and i felt that it was inappropriate because i felt like he was calling her that in the sense of their relationship i understand he was hurt i kind of applauded him for finally letting all that hurt out sure because i'm sure he has just been letting it build and build and build but he's under the impression that she's just been with all these other guys. Their relationship was a whole lie the entire time. And it's just kind of like it was a little bit too much. And his line about him being a producer is, I guess he's a real gentleman, <laughs> not realizing what just happened to her. Yeah. That made me laugh a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But the whole scene, I was kind of watching it going like, ooh, like it was like a boxing match mm -hmm. where they're just throwing haymakers mm -hmm. and uppercuts mm -hmm. and jabs. And it's just kind of like whoever gets the last word is going to be the one who quote unquote wins. Yeah. I think though, even with him assuming that she was just promiscuous for their whole relationship, mm -hmm. what was he supposed to think though? You cheated, it you cheated, you on, cheated on, on. Yeah. And then not only do you cheat on me and then we break up, but then months later I see you in the photo with the same guy that ended our relationship. Mm -hmm. How am I supposed to know that you weren't, like he said earlier in the season, like I wonder if she was playing me the whole time. Right. Um, so I felt him on that because mm -hmm. that's exactly where your mind goes when you're processing hurt. Yeah. Like, was this happening the entire time? That's why I was so happy. Like, I applaud, said I applauded him a yeah. little bit. Like, I'm glad you got that out because right. when you get cheated on, you really do start thinking all of these things. Like, how long was this happening? What was what was really true here? Yeah. Was I a fool this entire time? Like, what's really happening? But that scene was so explosive. I it gave me chills like my best friend would she texted me like i can't i can't deal <laughs> like this is too much i need to go lie down it was it was good um they both hurt each other mm -hmm. which was obviously the goal between right. the two of them um I, I i still have an issue with Issa calling him depressed or like yeah talking about because mental illness especially in our community is always just swept under the rug and overlooked and a punchline or a joke or yeah. like a way to make somebody feel bad so do you think that Issa went lower than he did throughout the I argument? do at 100% and I I've, agree I've with been that. yeah I, I agree with posted that. about that on Facebook uh, I re actually re shared a think piece about how Lawrence was wrong in that argument but I'm like no Issa was more wrong with that um, I'm just really over like our the way we deal with mental illness and the black community especially so i didn't like that and mm -hmm. i didn't like the fact that nobody else picked up All on that, that enough to make a think piece about that because she was bogus for Girl, that that's your think piece right there Girl, I, don't, I don't think that much to do a think piece <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna give you like three lines in a think piece like that was bogus here don't why. do that yeah let's stop the end <laughs> we'll so, read that yeah oh you know what I'm, no, our I'm attention spans are so short now. Exactly. Which is why I can understand how I sit and read all the think pieces that are. But anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. We are ushering into the season finale. So mm -hmm. 45 minutes it gave us. Personally, I think it could have been a 30 minute episode. I liked it at 45. Um, filler, I felt, filler content. Yes. And sometimes I live for filler. Like, okay. I like one. I like a couple things to make me think of an episode. Like I, Kelly has a lot of those for me where mm -hmm. it's like she said something. And I just repeat it okay. like like my husband does not watch Insecure like he'll see me watching it and he might look over like he thinks it's a fine show. It's just not something that he's interested in watching which I get like I won't force shows on him. But I showed him a scene that Kelly had from the dinner 
And it was like my favorite line. And ever since I showed him that, we'll just walk around the house saying this line that's inappropriate to say to one, <laughs> to one another. And it's just so funny to us. Like, I love those little things. Like, I always pull the most minute things from shows sure. and make that my thing from it. And people are like, where is that from? Like, Fresh Prince, remember? So you're one of those people. Like, I have to watch stuff. Twi- like, the season finale, I had to watch it twice, twice to just make sure I was clear on everything. Mm-hmm. But you're one of those people. You pick up on stuff kind of right away. The small things. Like, that's, that's good. We, my uh, college roommates used to call ourselves Row 6. Okay. We said if we ever went to a play, we'd probably get kicked out because we would pick up. We pick up on really small things and yeah. we make it into this really big, big thing that it really isn't. Like, as a joke. But okay. I liked the 45 minutes, but I felt it was kind of underwhelming at the same time. Why did you think that? I don't, I think. Like, what? okay, what were you expecting? So let's start there. This is all going to be very vague. I expected more. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Didn't think that. And I think it's because I felt like it was hyped up a little bit. Okay. Like, if I'm seeing tweets from Issa and from the cast, like, you're not going to want to miss this. Like, you thought season one was something. Wait till you see this. And then I watch it and I'm like what was I supposed to be excited about? True. Like the biggest scene in that whole episode was Lawrence and Issa's conversation in the kitchen. To me, Did you cry? I got emotional. Mm-hmm. I didn't cry, but I felt it all in my chest. Lawrence, uh, he did. He wore a turtleneck in the summer, in, in the summer in LA. And, <laughs> but it made me very proud because I love turtlenecks. And so I think that's part of the reason I was so emotional. Cause I was like, this is, <laughs> you, you know, you're well, representing Kendrick. me. Yes. That's why you know. That's probably why I got Lawrence in that quiz that I took because we both fancy go. A, t- a good turtleneck. There you <laughs> go. On a serious note, though, like the conversation that they had was just much. It was overdue. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they said what they said. That was one time in seasons one and two where I really looked at Issa. Like you are a person that right. feels things for other people, and you can hold yourself accountable. And it's the same with Lawrence too. I think they both did a great job of holding themselves accountable. Yes. And both actors did an amazing job conveying that Mm -hmm. scene. It was beautiful from beginning to end. I'll tell you the part that really, if I wasn't such a thug, that I would have had many tears falling is when he was leaving. And her daydream started and he proposed and she looks over and like they got on the couch and they're like (laughs) married and like having this cute little baby. baby. And when it wasn't real, I was like, how could... How could you? God, why did you do that to me? Like that scene to me was just everything. Yes, I that scene. The and normally the daydreams I'm like watching it. And I'm like, is this real? Right. No, this can't be real. And then I'm like, it's real, isn't it? That was one where I knew she was dreaming. Yeah, it it was very escalated. But I loved it, even I though did. I knew it was suspended reality. Like sure. the idea of the two of them coming back together like to see that's what she truly wants when she was the one who messed up was mm-hmm. kind of like i understand like i understand that longing that you have and i can see why you would want them back and i can see that this whole season of you being out here trying to be promiscuous trying to act like you were over him trying to do all of these things was so much of a show yeah because at the end of the day all you really wanted was that was him you just wanted him back and at the beginning of season two, all the way, probably until this season finale, I didn't want her and Lawrence to get Me back either. together. I was like, I would be just fine if we went through this entire series with them not being together and then maybe getting back together in like the series finale. Right. right? When the show is going to be completely over, we see them get back together. But after that scene, though, I was like, it man. It was so cute 
beautiful. It was so it touched it just touched my little heart, and I was like, I I could totally like I would be here for an Easton Lawrence reunion mm-hmm. in season three. Um, and so with that being said, though, what are your predictions? Oh wait, the biggest tea of it all, the end, the ending, the end. I was like, why aren't you on your brother's couch? Why are you going to get on Daniel's couch? And we know that's not what you gonna be on. We it, know this. The ending to this season. And Molly having Joe coming back over. Exactly. After she gave it up to uh Lil the get Rell. out. Yeah, Lil <laughs> I don't even remember what his name Me was in either. the show, but you did this with this man knowing you didn't like him. And she forced that too. Forced it, girl. And now you got another body when you know you didn't even want it. Yep. But you had Joe come back. And and had the sexy lingery. <laughs> lingery. <laughs> And I knew it was going to be him. Okay. I knew, like, when she was trying everything on, I'm like, it's going to be Dro who shows up. Okay. I bet. I didn't expect Daniel, but I expected Dro. Daniel? When Issa went to Daniel's house. Oh, okay. I thought you, you were talking about you didn't expect oh, Daniel to show up at Molly. Oh, I'm no, like, no, well, no, that no. was a... That would have... Yeah, that would have... Yeah, game changer. Woo. But <laughs> <laughs> it kind of made me feel like Insecure is more concerned with being hyper-realistic more so than being a drama or anything like that like most shows season finale it's going to be a cliffhanger right something to hook you back in until the next season but maybe because they got the third season already on lock Mm -hmm. that she's kind of like we're gonna make this just an exploration of life like hyper realistic is the best way to describe it and it was one of those things like you're you're still the title of the show right like i'm not sure where the growth was i can see it between you and lawrence for Issa. For Molly, maybe that she went to the shrink and she went back to her. But even yet and still, she withheld the whole droll. She's up to her old tricks. Yes. Molly went back. Mm -hmm. She regressed. I was like, okay, Issa, yeah. But then the Daniel thing had me go like, well, where are we going here? Like, it made me think back to being in my early 20s in that sense of. Yeah, I know I'm I'm going to do better. I'm going to do what you said, but then you do the complete opposite thing for whatever rhyme or reason at that time. And that's what this feels like to me. I would have liked to see her. I think it would have been more shocking to me because when she's driving in the car and we see Lawrence at her as a friend. Yeah. And she smiles. That was cute. That was cute. Um, I would have liked to see her show up at his door. That's where I thought she was going. But I think that would have been a good enough cliffhanger because... And our minds, it's like, okay, he's going to accept her in. And that would have left so many more. Like, they would have had so many uh, additional avenues for season mm-hmm. three. Because he, he could reject her in season three. Like, he could uh, welcome her in. Whatever. There could be so many things. With mm-hmm. Daniel, we kind of know what the, what's going to happen with that. She's going to yeah. stay with him. They're going to continue on. Daniel, I think I said this on Facebook. He is a simp to me. Because okay. Issa did him very wrong. Yeah. And yet and still, he can't say no. Like, I think that Daniel is actually a really good guy. Okay. Who, for some, whatever reason it is, feels like Issa is his one or like his love. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird to me. I'm like, why do you keep letting this girl come back? That's real. I, I didn't think about it like Let that. Let her go. <laughs> mm, I didn't think about it like that, that he might just really, really have a thing I think for he, her. I think he tries to play it a lot cooler than sure. what it actually is. Which would be true to his character. It really would. Yeah, that would be true to his character if it comes next season. Okay, so maybe next season we're seeing Issa have to choose between Daniel and Lawrence. I think like, we would get that real. this season, but I think next season that's where yeah. it goes. Season two, someone summed it up perfectly again. 
I have a hard time. I think I think my friend uh, Ronaldo said this, but he said it seems like they didn't expect the season two. Yeah. So when they got season two, it's kind of like, oh, okay, this hodgepodge. So I think you know maybe season three, since they've had time to kind a lot of, of time, yeah, yeah, can be happy about it and get through season two. Season three, I feel like it's going to be a lot more concrete, well-rounded mm-hmm. way. Um, the writing's going to be better. I'm hoping that the acting is a, is better because, and, and again, I say I'm, I'm I'm a huge fan of Issa Rae, right? But in being a fan, you also have to know when your faves constructive are not, criticism, exactly. And that's all it is. Is I'm not saying this show is terrible because I'm going to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, you right, know, wrong, you or have a whole episode right here. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching it, but it's also knowing when. Okay, girl, like we could have right. went without this, or you could have improved on that. Uh, but I think season three is gonna come back and it's gonna be what season one was yes season one was dynamic yeah season one was just such a proud moment i feel mm-hmm. like just for our culture um just for our age demographic yes because it was the, nothing like that exactly exactly and so yeah i think you know all in all season two is a good effort i will say i'm not gonna give it an a for effort i'll <laughs> give it <laughs> i'll give it a b minus i think i'll give season two a solid b Okay. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. But it was mostly not even the character development because it was so up and down. Yeah. But now that I think about it, I actually appreciate that aspect of it because uh, it's not clean. And sit- TV shows are always clean. That's real. And real life is never that way. That's true. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> and this show reflects that. And I like that. Okay. So it it, it is very reflective of real mm-hmm. life 20 somethings just it really is figuring out life and love and mm-hmm. career we didn't even talk about molly's career issues or, or isa's which was huge isa, season three isa girl she might get quit fired. that job no or quit and i'll be curious to see in season three the the, the dynamic excuse me with um her, her and frida. friend with frida being yeah. in charge of her now mm-hmm. i think you know that that is when uh she got promoted mm-hmm. i said we're gonna see a power struggle, a power struggle between the two of them, and it's gonna come down, I think, to some racial. Yeah, you know, and they're both awkward too. They are. Frida's also very like she's a very do well meaning mm-hmm. person, but mm-hmm. she's also very awkward. Exactly. I think we're gonna start to see mm-hmm. that uh, with with Molly. I am hoping she takes another position at another firm. I do too. When they gave her that kindergarten gold star, Girl. good effort. Good job. Good effort. Participation. I was like, Please, no. Certificate. Stop. That is, uh, that's such, so millennial though. Cause you know, that's what millennials always get in a, there's no clear winner because we all get participation trophies. trophies. And I grew up in a household that did not go for those. Uh, you shouldn't. Like, how are you ever going to be a real winner if you think you always winning at something? Exactly. That's why I have the problem that I have now. Cause I, I always felt like I was a, I won at everything and now I'm in the real world and it's like, ma'am. See, and mine's not even, <laughs> mine's a little bit different. Mine is more so. I think in part two, like I said, I grew up with four uncles mm-hmm. in, the, in the same house at that. Okay. So it was like me, my mom, and my uncles, who I would call my, my dads. Yeah. And they made me hate losing more than I enjoy winning. Okay. So I'm always, I don't like, I cannot lose. Like if I lose, like I think about it. I plan out how to do better. I will practice. Like, it's like, I'm not going to do that again. Like yeah. I don't like the feeling. And then I take that same attitude with life. So mom would get so frustrated with me as a kid because I'll be like, I didn't get a 4.0. I got a 3.5 and I yeah. throw my report card. And she's like, girl, 
you're on the honor roll right you did good and and you're doing well you are uh the head chicken charge over at technical file so tell everybody real quick before we got to hear how they can find you guys yes for more information file we are spelled technical t-e-c-k it's a play on all of our names we are the sports podcast that you never knew you needed I am the host of that, and you can find us at www.technicalfile.com. Once again, technical is spelled T-E-C-K-N-I-C-A-L. And, you know, I am your host, Jasmine Henley-Brown. This has been another week of the 20-something series. I was going to say the 21 series. (laughs) Been there, done that. The 20-something series on WXRWLP 104.1 Milwaukee. We will see you guys in two weeks. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thank you.